0: what is going on, online fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. This is the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, I'm joined by one of my 10K Mastermind students. His name is Adrian. Now, for those of you guys that don't know what the 10K Mastermind is, I'm going to kind of give you a little bit of a rundown. So essentially what we do is we take clients who are around, you know, 5 to 10K and we help them scale to 20 to 30. So Adrian is here and Adrian is, uh, he hit his record high month last month, $21,000. Uh, and I'm super proud of him for hitting 21k in a month but enough about that for the podcast listeners Adrian hello how are you
1: good man I'm doing good
0: good so let's do a quick little intro bro so who are you dear sir and how do we know each other
1: yeah so I met Brian it was actually a year and a half ago Um, I was still working in the gym busy in-person trainer I was in the gym for like six days a week working like upwards towards like 10 hours a day Mm -hmm. and um it's funny because I saw Brian. He was the first business coach I saw on social media, and I was super, super cynical and skeptical of the whole like online scene. And I've been always watching Brian and just seeing what he does for his clients. And I didn't believe it. I was a non-believer. And um, non-believer. A <laughs> I love it. Yeah, when think, you saw the stories, what would you think? You'd be like, "There's no way he's lying." I, I didn't believe the money that people were making. I just thought it was. I thought it was a scam, to be honest. Mm. <laughs> It was up until, and I'm sure a lot of people listening here are in-person trainers. So um, I was getting really burnt out. I was getting really tired of like doing the same stuff, like seeing clients session after session. It was up until one of my fellow trainers, my friends, he left the gym, he left the gym and he started his online business Mm. and I saw him making about anywhere from like four to $5,000 a month and I Mm. didn't believe it too. So, but Mm -hmm. it kind of opened up my eyes. So when he did that, the first couple of months, I started looking more into like Brian's stuff Mm-hmm. And then I set up a call with Brian and um, super nervous and still super skeptical. And funny enough, um, he invited me into his uh, program that time and I actually declined just because I was, again, super doubtful with everything. So, yeah, that's how I met Brian. I guess joining the mastermind was a year and a half afterwards, seeing his own growth and seeing his clients just explode and starting to believe more about it because my friend was doing it. Mm-hmm. And uh, just a couple of months ago, I joined the mastermind.
0: Boom. I love it. So burnt out in-person trainer goes online. And I think that a lot of in-person trainers that are listening to this can relate to that. Like the session after session after session, it just kind of was like getting to you. We're going to spend this podcast really tapping into your mindset. Cause I think that you've got something special and unique. So I want to go way back. Like, I don't just mean that like what got you into fitness back. I mean like way back because I want to tap into like what made you like who you are. So tell me a little bit about your background, Adrian. So born and raised, what was it like growing up? What's your ethnicity? Like, give me a little bit of like a background like a cultural background and like where you came from and like what your environment was when you were growing up.
1: Yeah. So I grew up in a very average income, lower than average income. I mean, it was a good, it was a good childhood. My parents fully supported me. Everything was good, but it was very, very average Mm. um, growing up and they helped me all the way. I went into university and the thing was I growing up, I I didn't really feel like I wanted to fit into being like uh, what my parents wanted me to do. So being in an Asian family, My parents really pushed me into like the health sciences um, sector. So they actually wanted me to be like a a doctor or work in like a hospital. And that's actually what I studied. So I graduated in health sciences. Mm -hmm. Um, During the entire time during during university, I was um, pretty lost and I was upset with where I was. Um, I felt like super out of it when I was going to classes. I didn't, if someone were to ask me what I wanted to do, I didn't really tell them. So I guess I always had that desire within me to want to do something greater and above than just working like a a regular nine to five job and just being a doctor, even though it is like a decent paying job, I felt like I could have always done something greater. So and growing up, so I did play a little bit of sports. I was actually playing hockey when I was younger. And there was a time when I actually tried out for uh, junior hockey and I got cut. I remember that time was where I started to take fitness and everything more seriously. So this is about maybe five or six years ago. So during the trials at the very end, the coach and the GM, they would put all the names of the people that made it onto the team, onto the locker room. So at the very end, this is like when I was like 17, 18, I remember right when he smacked it on, everyone ran to the locker room door. Mm. And yeah, my name wasn't there. And um, the thing was, I trained six months for that trial. Everybody else had like professional coaching. I didn't. I was just in my garage, like busting my, busting my ass, like stick handling, just doing cardio. And I was working really, really, really hard. And I was like, I, I was so certain I was going to make it, but I got cut. So that was my first taste of failure. Mm. And I think ever since then, it kind of wired inside me. Like I really hate failure <laughs> ever since then. <laughs> and it wired within me that I'm just going to outwork everybody. Yeah. Like, if I'm gonna fail one time, I'm just gonna mm-hmm. keep going again, and um, that's where I started to take my fitness to the next level. I started to get into more like I never stepped on stage, but I started to get more into like bodybuilding, just trying to really um elevate my my lifts and everything. So I guess that was maybe maybe when I was like that was when I was like seventeen, eighteen when um that happened, and that yeah. incident alone really kind of like wired my brain to. Really push myself.
0: Dude, I love that. that. I think that's so important because that first taste of failure. Dude, I, I can relate to that. I remember, I don't know how often I've talked about this, but very similar story where um, when I was in high school, I was a team captain and I remember trying out, there was like this Team Alberta tryouts. I really wanted to play football at the next level and I was like, this is my chance to get scouted. Like if I make Team Alberta, then I'm playing for Team Alberta and then somebody's going to notice me and et cetera. So I remember going to the Team Alberta tryouts and like at the tryouts, I, I separated my shoulder. And then after the tryouts I was like it's okay like I have a separated shoulder but I feel like I did a really good job so if I made the team like the separated shoulder was worth it so then I remember like waiting 3 days to like check the website to see if I made the team and then I remember like checking the website to see if I made the team and now I have a separated shoulder and I didn't make the team and I was like fuck like yeah. I I know that like I know that that first oh, chance good. of failure mm-hmm. it just like it stings it stings So that got you into fitness. You started working out. Were you always passionate about fitness in university? Like when you were studying, like did you know you wanted to go into the fitness field? Were you still working out? Like what was that? What did that look like?
1: Yeah, so... Um, I've been working out before hockey trials, so I was doing it. It was just kind of like a hobby for me. So I started m- maybe like when I was 16. I'm I'm 25 right now, so it's almost been 10 years. But during university, it was something I took more seriously. Mm. Um, I guess that was kind of like my getaway. So like while I was going to classes, I was not happy being in school. Mm. I really was excited going to the gym, the school mm. gym. Like that was like kind of like my getaway, my alone time. And being a trainer was actually interesting because I never planned to be a personal trainer. It was actually... How it all started being an in-person trainer was actually from one of my friends. He was an in-person trainer. He was talking about um, how cool it was and how you can train clients. And he thought like, Adrian, like it'll be a good, it'll be a great job for you. And at first, once again, and this is where the mindset switch had to come in. Like I was super, again, doubtful. And I was like, you know what? I don't know about like being a personal trainer, Like mm. my parents want me to be like in the medical field. And I really thought long about it before I actually submitted my application to work in the gym. So yeah. Mm.
0: So, and then how long were you working in the gym before, like, obviously you knew you wanted to go online, but tell me a little bit about your gym experience. How long were you working there?
1: I was working in the gym for about a year and a half, a year and and a half half before I started my online business.
0: And you were killing it in the gym. I I believe when we talked on the phone, you were one of the best trainers in the gym.
1: I was one of the busier trainers. I won't say the best, but I was one of the busier trainers in the gym.
0: Okay. So tell me a little bit about when you first started online, because you didn't end up enrolling, you ended up going on your own, but you got your business to like seven to $8,000 a month by yourself. Tell everyone what you were doing because those people that are listening right now, like that are like having a hard time getting their business off the ground. Like I don't recommend everybody do this, but when Adrian <laughs> told me how we got to $8,000 a month, I'm like, bro, you have my respect. So
1: tell me what you were doing. Literally. Guys, I was doing a lot of cold DMS. I was just doing cold DMS. I was just trying to get like a massive amount of outreach. This is all with the Instagram.
0: 100 account. a day.
1: Oh, more than hundred a day. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, yeah, like this, I had less than when I first started, I had less. I started from scratch. From my Instagram I had less than like 500 mm-hmm. followers. Friends were like less than 1500. I was just, no, one's going to do it for me. So I was just like, I had to pay for my own bills. I quit my goddamn job. I got to find leads myself. So I was sending out messages. Um, at least like every single day, like a hundred, that was easy for me because if you send out like 20 per hour, that's like five hours of work. So it's all about volume guys. Like if you guys want to grow your business, um, it's just volume. You just got to reach out to more people, get your name across. You don't need a large following.
0: So Adrian got to uh, $8,000 a month by sending a whole hundred cold DMs a day before he even got into the mastermind. This was like, this was before. So I remember when Adrian joined the mastermind, the first thing I said, I'm like, bro, I'm going to get you. <laughs> I'm like, we need to get leads coming to you. And like, I, I respect what you're doing, but damn. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. How long did you do that for, bro? Because I know that some people that are listening to this right now, like, are having a seriously hard time growing their business. And like the amount of respect I have for you for even getting your business to that level with 100 DMs, I'm like, yeah, Yo, like you got my respect, <laughs> for sure. So like, how long were you doing that for?
1: Up until the mastermind. So since day one. So a year and a half. Just a year and a half. You guys. That like,
0: bro. People can't do that for a day, and you do that for a year and a half. <laughs> Come on.
1: Yeah. Come on. You want to grow that enough. Like you got to do whatever it takes. Right.
0: What was it that like, was driving you to do that? Like, how do you, like, how did you get yourself into the state? Like, did, did it like, were, would you wake up in the morning and you're like, I'm going to send out hundred DMs a day. Like what, like, what was it? Like, what was it that was driving you?
1: Uh, just the fear of failure. I just cannot fail. Uh. I just can't, I just can't fail. Like I know failure is part of the process, but why would you, you want to try to run away from it guys. Right. So yes, you're going to meet failure, but you don't want to just like, not do anything and meet failure you want to take massive action and then reach failure not do nothing and reach failure because you're they're the only one to blame for so my drive was just like the fear of failure um i mean this is real life guys if you don't grow your business you're not going to pay for yourself and i just got a new mercedes so i was like i gotta pay for that car. <laughs> <laughs> i gotta pay for that car like you just gotta hustle guys That's bro amazing. i
0: love this i like i'm all about it because Here's yeah. here's the thing for me is I like I'm whatever it takes, for, bro. I woke up at three thirty AM this morning. Mm-hmm. Caleb, Caleb Zisk is my client. Yo, I respect you, Caleb Zisk, but Caleb on a live stream the other day said that he's gonna be better than me. And so he woke up at 3.30 because he knows that I wake up at 3.45. And I'm like, bro, you got me up at fucking 3.30 now. Like, watch. I'm like, now I'm going to get up at 3.30 and then it's going to be 3. Like, nobody's going to be better than me. Like, I'll fucking outwork. So, like, that's the mindset I have because I'm willing to do what is necessary in order to accomplish my goals. But I think that a lot of people don't have that because they, like, give themselves an opportunity to fail, Mm -hmm. right? Like, they're like, oh, it's okay. It's okay if I fail. I can just go back to, you know, get another job. It's like, that's not how I fucking operate, bro.
1: Yeah. There's a saying that you can win the battle before it even begins and you can Mm. lose the battle before it even begins. Why Mm. would you lose? If you lose mentally, like obviously your business is not going to grow because Mm. you're not putting in the work. So you got to win the battle before it even begins. Dude, that's so sick. That's (laughs) that's why I wanted you to come on this podcast and talk (laughs)
0: about it, bro. (laughs) Oh shit. Okay. So why did you decide to join the mastermind? Like, what was it like? You were already at like 8K a month, right? So like you didn't need extra coaching, but like, it was a part of you that decided to join the mastermind. Why?
1: Mm, it was just being too comfortable. Just for me, I can't stay at the same income a long period of time. And I was at like eight to 10 for like more than six months. And I was just getting too comfortable. I was doing the same stuff and I wanted to change. So, and I saw the growth of Brian. I saw his clients making more and more money every quarter of the year. I saw, it was actually Chad Morgan who I saw first. And I saw yeah. him make, what was it? 44,000 USD. I was
0: like, 44.5 K USD. Yeah. <laughs>
1: How can somebody make that much money in a month? So, and that was when I started, the more I watched Brian, the more trust I started to have in him. I was like, fuck it. Like, I got to take my business to the next level. I want to make this commitment to myself. And I I wrote in the beginning of 20, I actually told Brian, so we've been communicating for a long time. The whole year. The whole year. The the whole year. The whole year. So I wrote down, I actually told Brian in the beginning that. 2021 is the year I'm going to make massive growth. And I have to keep myself accountable to it. So I was like, I was looking around for business coaches. I was was being transparent to Brian. I was like, Hey man, I'm looking around, but I decided Brian was the one just because I saw not only the growth of his clients, but the growth of Brian, something with Brian that I really like. (laughs) Dude. I
0: appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yo. So let's talk about your success, bro. Like you hit $21,000 in December. You had a record high month of 21 K. What was it that like, how did that feel? to hit $21,000 in a month, because this is something that had been like previously unrealistic to you. And then you, you did it, you made it happen. How did that feel?
1: It feels good. It feels good, but honestly, when you hit a certain income, it's just like it feels good. But then afterwards, you just think about what's next. So right mm-hmm. afterwards, I actually have it right over here. I put thirty thousand per month as my, you <laughs> know. <laughs> so it feels good, but it, it feels more like an accomplishment. I mean, your life doesn't change two months, but too much when you hit like an income goal. Yeah, um, things are the same. It's just more like a personal accomplishment.
0: Yeah, I I completely agree. I've talked about that in podcasts too. Like my life didn't really change that much from like 10K to 20K to 30K. Even now, like, you know, I'm super blessed financially but it's like my life isn't really that different like people expect that like your life is gonna oh you're gonna be traveling and it's just like for me it's like i'm still the same person but it's just like more of like a milestone it's like okay and no i can hit that now and then what's i almost like use it as like a measuring tool for my growth you know like as you grow more you're able to acquire more and as you're able to acquire more like those results will show in your business you know what i mean
1: and that's what makes business fun too because you got to set targets, you got to set targets and then you hit that and you got to set a next one. So that's where the drive comes in. You create your own drive.
0: Mm. Yeah. I love that. Are you confident that you can do it again?
1: Absolutely. (laughs) If I I could touch it once, I could touch it again.
0: Yes. I love that. Win the battle in your mind before you even begin. I love that. Okay. So let's say I'm a new online coach, right? I'm like listening to this podcast. I'm like, all right. Like, you know, Adrian, like I want to be like Adrian, like I want to hit 21K. I want to do that. For you, like, what would you say are like the top three tips to get started for like newer online fitness
1: coaches? Well, as title says, you guys got to, whatever it takes, right? So the first one is you guys got to hustle. You guys have to understand like your business, when you work for a job, you have people helping you, your manager and other coworkers. When you run a business, it's all you. So you have to make the commitment that you're going to hustle. Like that's the first thing. I think people coming in, if they're a little disappointed with their growth, their business, you guys have to be realistic with yourselves, right? How much work are you actually putting in? Because if you're only putting in a couple hours a day and having fun on weekends, you can't really grow a business like that. So the first ones, you got to hustle. That's a non-negotiable. Number two is I think getting really good with facing rejection and Mm. disappointment. I think running a business, you need a lot of emotional intelligence. You need a lot of EQ. And you need to be able to handle a lot of rejection and disappointment because if you can't, That's really going to set you back. So get Mm. used to having a lot of no's. I know like you guys do a lot of like savage sales and like role play. Like I think the biggest thing with helping me in sales is just really being almost like desensitized when people say, no, to you, you should Mm. expect. It's going to hurt in the beginning, but the more you do, again, volume, the more you become desensitized. It's just like, I like the way Brian said, the more no's I get, the closer I am to a yes. And that's Mm. a really good way of looking at things. Mm. So just get really good with rejection, no's like client drop-offs. It's going to happen, guys. Yeah. You run a business, you're a boss of your company and you got to act like a boss. Yeah. Number three is you got to learn and you got to learn from the best, right? That's why I helped Brian. And I want to say something uh, really cool. So I was looking at my stats, my income yesterday. It took me 11 months to hit my first $10,000 a month myself. Within the mastermind, within three months, I doubled my income from 10 to 21.5. Crazy. So the, amount of, the amount of time, that's crazy, right? Yeah. Like 11 months to grind my ass off, sending over 100 messages a day to hit 10K. Yeah. And it took me three months to double that, more than double that, more than double that from 21.5. So, guys, the stats don't fucking lie. <laughs> The stats don't lie. If you guys want proof, like the stats don't lie. The numbers yeah. don't lie. Just yeah. Three months take me to double my income. takes me almost a year to hit $10,000. So, I mean, the, the numbers don't lie. So, learn from people. Hire great coaches, guys. Like, you're either going to pay in money or you're going to pay in time. Trust me. Oh, dude, I love that. You.
0: Can you say that again? That's like, that's it right there. That's it. Say that one more time.
1: you either going to pay in time or you're going to pay in money.
0: See, that's what most people don't understand, though. Right. Because most people are like, oh, like, I don't want to hire my mentor because I'm going to do it myself. So doing it yourself equals paying in time. But like, guys, sometimes when you're paying in time, you'll literally spend three, four, five, six months trying to figure it out. Trial and error. Sometimes you'll pay in time and you won't even get the result that you want you know what I'm saying? Because you're just doing all the things, but you're doing all the things wrong. It's like, you actually could be heading in the wrong direction. Like if you're still posting swipe workouts, but like you should be, you know what I mean? But you should be posting reels. It's like, you're working really hard in the wrong direction. So you're either paying in money or you're paying in time. But for me, Adrian, like, I'm always like, I want to get the best result. I'm willing to pay in time and money. But like, if I'm going to work on something, I want to know that I'm doing the right work. Like I want to know that I'm heading in the right direction. So like, I don't need, like, I don't need somebody to like kick me in the ass and hold my hand, but I want to know the right information so that as I'm taking action, I know that I'm moving in the right direction. You know what I mean?
1: Exactly. What coach B said, you want to make sure you're doing the right thing too. That's really important. Make sure you do the right thing.
0: Mm. So good. I love that. So I love that quote. You either pay in money or you pay in time. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's the quote of the podcast, bro. (laughs) (laughs) That's fire. So I love to commit to the hustle. Like how much work are you putting in like and really doing an audit you guys because sometimes we say we're doing work like oh yeah like you're doing work but then if you actually audit like how you're spending your time when you're working like are you actually writing content in an effective manner or are you browsing Instagram. Like, are you actually lead generating when you're online? Like, are you working as hard as Adrian's working when he was like, and dude, for 21 K, I just want to talk about that for a minute because you told me, like, I think you were at like 16 or 17 grand Adrian. And you're like, I'm fucking hitting 20. Like I'm hitting 20. And then like, there was like two or three days where you worked 18 hours. Wasn't there Oh 16 hours, 14, 16 hours. And you're like, I'm hitting fucking $20,000, whatever and you just, you just made the decision. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm doing this. And then yeah. it happened.
1: If I'm going to die, I'm going to die in honor.
0: Oh, fuck! let's go.
1: Let's go. Bro, that's what I'm talking about.
0: That's what I'm talking about. Shit. Okay. So now that we've
1: worked together, bro, you got four months. How do you feel about the mastermind,
0: this experience, like working together overall?
1: It's amazing. It's a it changed my life. It's absolutely life changing. Brian promises what he says. So when I first got on the call with him, I told him, I need you to double my income. he manifested that for me Mm. so i mean the numbers don't lie but it's beyond just the numbers too, guys just working with brian working with someone of that high level like just seeing him do business and how he interacts with his clients just optimizing systems and buying more time all these other things within the mastermind you're going to learn so it's not just you will make more money that's a guarantee right if you join the mastermind but it's more so how can you be a a better coach how do you be a better leader a better human being as well like i'll be very honest like before i was waking up around like eight nine i had no structure to my days i'm waking up at like 6 6 30 nowadays i'm doing a morning routine i never miss a morning like it's just so much more structured and like i'm much more productive as well so he will help you enjoy your business he's gonna help you not only make more money but actually find like fun in building your business and interacting with your clients and just changes in your business. That's all I could say. When you join the mastermind, you're going to see changes. That's a guarantee.
0: Boom. Boom. All right, guys, that's it. That's all. This is Mr. Adrian, Mr. $21,000. And bro, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on the podcast because I try to make every single podcast hot and I don't really feel like I had to do a lot for this one because you were just dropping bombs left, right and center, bro. So thank you so much.
1: You're welcome.
0: Thank you so much. That's it. That's all guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hope you guys have the best day of your entire life and we'll talk to you soon.